So Arjuna had put four few questions as we saw in the last class. He is expressing concern of a common man. If I work very hard for spiritual advancement and I don't succeed, then what is going to happen to me? I am neither of material world nor of the spiritual world. Then Lord Krishna replies. What is the reply? We will see today. And finish off with this. These instructions on sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Text number forty. Shri Bhagavanu Vacha Parthnaiveha Namutra Vinashastasya Vidyate Nahi Kalyan Kritkaschit Durga Timtat Gachati. Translation The Blessed Lord said, Son of Pritha, a transcendentalist engaged in auspicious activities does not meet with destruction either in this world or in the spiritual world. One who does good, my friend, is never overcome by evil. We'll see further translations and then we'll discuss the meaning. Prape punya kritam lokan ushitva shashvati samah Shuchinam Srimatam Gehe Yoga Brashto Vijayate. The unsuccessful yogi, after many, many years of enjoyment on the planets of the pious living entities, is born into a family of righteous people or into a family of rich aristocracy. Atva Yogi Nameva Kule Bhavati Dhimatam. Or he takes his birth in a family of transcendentalists who are surely great in wisdom. Verily, such a birth is rare in this world. Tatratam buddhi samyogam labhate parvadehikam yatate cha tato bhūyaha samsiddhau kurunandana on taking such a birth, he again revives the divine consciousness of his previous life and he tries to make further progress in order to achieve complete success, O son of Kuru. By virtue of the divine consciousness of his previous life, he automatically becomes attracted to the yogic principles, even without seeking them. Such an inquisitive transcendentalist striving for yoga stands always above the ritualistic principles of the scriptures. But when the yogi engages himself with sincere endeavor in making further progress, being washed of all contaminations, then ultimately after many, many births of practice, he attains the supreme goal. So Lord Krishna very nicely he's mentioning. Parth naiveha namutra vinashas tasya vidyate 
नहीं कल्याण कृत कश्चित दुर्गतिम तात गच्छति अ ट्रांसेंडेंटलिस्ट हु इज एंगेज इन ऑस्पिशियस एक्टिविटीज मींस द योगिक एक्टिविटीज डज नॉट मीट विद डिस्ट्रक्शन इदर इन दिस वर्ल्ड और इन द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड so what does it mean that he does not meet with destruction because the soul cannot be destroyed so what is the meaning of the word vinashas tasya vidyate so vinash here uh, means that a person is completely lost in the cycle of evolution so it is after many many births of suffering in various species that a person gets this valuable human form of life and if a person does not take the auspicious path the path which is opening the door for liberation for all happiness that is called auspicious path then the if a person does not take to this path of yoga practice auspiciousness then he is destroyed destroyed means uh, just like here also in this world we tell uh, uh, if you throw a person out on the street or uh, you take away from him all his wealth richness assets that means you have destroyed that person you've taken his degree you have taken his taken away his business taken away his job taken away the people from him that means the person is destroyed practically he has no assets left with him taking away all the assets and uh, putting him in such a place that he can never come back to regular life that is called destroying a person completely so if we lose human form of life spending in just animal propensities the nature works with artificial intelligence having some laws as per our activities we get different machines to fulfill our desires lord is so kind although he has given beautiful message in the bhagavad gita he does not force he will always suggest that please take to it he will request from the good conscience so the conscience speaks to us please do not do this activity but when we don't listen to this voice then we'll go in such species in which that voice of conscience will not be there he does not want to listen let me not speak let me not give him such intelligence so krishna begs bhagavatam mentions through the conscience of a living entity not to engage in inauspicious path but then a person being dragged by the senses indulges in all the activities rejects the voice of the heart then he is uh, destroyed by the laws of nature the laws will put him in such a situation some other animal species where he'll be completely forgetful all the assets will be taken away from him his wealth will be taken away his education will be taken away human body this valuable asset will be taken away and then he will be sent to such a place where he is clueless he cannot do anything he is lost destroyed practically so this is the meaning of destruction being lost in this material whirlpool now when he is going to get next that human form that is not certain so prabhupad gives a very vivid example of this prabhupad tells if you see somebody is working very very hard to decorate his house morning to evening he is busy in that and day after day he is putting all the effort in decorating the house then one would be naturally inquisitive he will go and ask that uh, what happened you are working so hard 
you must expect that some occasion is there some festival is going to happen so if the person tells you yes i am doing it so that i can burn it all down so tell what you are decorating house to burn the house down so it is a very shocking answer but actually prabhupada explains that is what all the materialists are doing in this world so this body is a house in which we are living and although we know that this body is not going to last forever it is going to get burned down still a person is putting all the effort just to take care of this body or the other bodies the other houses he may call them family member neighbor or the people of same nation we see so much agitation is happening for the nation but ultimately all this agitation is for what all these social reformation movements are for what just like this person is simply working very very hard to decorate a house similarly all these movements all this hard endeavor all this education lot of stress anxiety depression struggle motivation all this is for what simply so that houses can be decorated you are decorating your house and house of your family members nation society like that and ultimately you only will set fire into these houses especially that is more true in hindu religion the bodies are uh, put into fire and everything is lost the name is lost the education is lost beauty is lost wealth is lost everything is lost anything which is connected with the body all the skills everything is lost completely still it does not strike oh yes what i am doing i am the dweller of this body and i am working very very hard simply for taking care of the houses not caring for the people who are living within so that is why bhagavata mentions janani na sasyad guru na sasyad bandhur na sasyad nayad mochate samupeta mrityum you do not have right to become relative of anybody father mother son teacher if you cannot stop their death do not produce a child if you cannot stop their death then we are illegitimate parents do not accept any disciple if you cannot deliver him from the clutches of death then we are illegitimate teacher because the student is dependent upon the teacher for knowledge and the same boy is dependent upon parents for knowledge the parents are the first teachers and if they educate him towards the path of liberation krishna consciousness then uh, his life is successful otherwise we have committed a crime in the words of bhagavatam by bringing a soul in our contact and then not giving any guidance so that is why bhagavatam tells yes how should be maintained but all the spend should not all the time should not be spent simply in decorating the house how should be kept so that we can live in it comfortably especially when that is not your house not permanent house you are there for a while just like we go and stay in a guest house do we decorate the guest house somehow we have to, if it is very dirty so we went on a trip recently and the guest house was dirty so we cleaned it so that at least we are there for two days we should live uh, comfortably many other things were not there furniture was not there proper we did not try to fix the furniture because anyway that is not important for two days of stay 
So in a similar fashion, this body, these houses should be taken care just so that the soul can continue living in this body and fulfill the real mission. That is to traverse the path of auspiciousness, the path of yoga. So Lord Krishna is telling, a materialist, he meets with destruction, but a spiritualist, transcendentalist, he does not meet with destruction either in this world or in the spiritual world where is a cause of destruction. Why? What does happen to him? That Lord Krishna explains. Prapya punya kritam lokan ushitva shashvati samaha shuchi nam shrimatam gehe yoga bhrashto bhijayate So first of all, he goes directly to the spiritual world. He is not destroyed at all. If he is able to perfect his spiritual life, that is what is expected from us. But suppose that does not happen because as soon as we decide to advance in uh, spiritual life, that is like declaring war against Maya. Maya's duty is to keep all the souls here. And then Maya will put so many allurements. All the objects of the senses will come. Money will come, fame will come, opportunity of enjoying with uh, other sex will come. And all these various allurements will be provided by Maya. Just like the great sage was there, Vishwamitra. He was meditating very nicely. And then suddenly Indra, because uh, he thought he's meditating so that he can attain my position. Just like, you know, sometimes uh, <laughs> when the children are writing the examination. So they know they are all competing for the same ranks. So he may deliberately tell the wrong answer to his uh, competitor, to his friend, so that he may get less marks. So in a similar fashion, when anybody is advancing very nicely in the pious activities, Tapasya Indra gets scared that he may take my post. So Indra immediately sends Apsaras from there. So Indra sent Menaka and Vishwamitra, although he was absorbed, but uh, the beauty was celestial. Such beauties are not observed on this planet. The bodies are of totally different nature, it's told on heavenly planets. In summer season, the bodies are uh, cold. So it is very pleasant to touch. And in winters, they would be hot. When we perspire, we have to use DO sprays and all such things. But in the heavenly planet, when perspiration is there, it is very, very fragrant. So all these wonderful features are there of heavenly bodies. So when he saw such celestial beauty, he got captivated completely. And then ultimately, uh, Shakuntala was born. And then Vishwamitra realized after the baby was born, what I've done? Why did I get attracted? I lost all my spiritual growth. And then he was going out. So there is a very famous painting uh, which, in which the Shakuntala, the small baby is being shown and Vishwamitra is rejecting. No, I don't want to see. I want to go. And then Vishwamitra continues. So Prabhupada tells, just like in ordinary uh, dealings also we speak, failure is the pillar of success that is more so in the spiritual life. So that is why we should never be afraid of failures. Failures will be there. Maya knows our weakness and Maya will test us whether this person is sincere in his spiritual life or not. So we have to prove our sincerity. So sometimes we may fail. But that is why perseverance is very, very important. We feel that should be taken as a pillar of success. Now we recognize the mistake. We uh, work upon it, how to improve, not to repeat the same mistake. Again, we may commit. Again, we have to rise and stand up. This is very important. 
So if somebody is able to persevere, continue with determination, he'll go back to spiritual world. If heart is completely pure, purified of all material desires. If not purified, then also there is no loss. You may think that here you have lost so much chance. Vishwamitra, he was a king. But then he was there in the jungle and meditating for thousands of years. So thousands of years of enjoyment he has wasted. Is it like that? No. Krishna is telling, Prape punyakritam lokan. Just like now, as per a person's ability, he can afford to live in big and expensive cities. In a similar fashion, as per one's punya, the person is transferred to big, expensive advanced planets where material comforts, sense enjoyment is hundreds and thousands of times more. Literally, it is told there are 14 planetary systems on every successive higher planet. The enjoyment experience is 10 times more than that of previous planet. So you go four levels up, then that means it is 10,000 times more enjoyment than earthly planet. And there are seven planets up. So 10 to the power seven times more enjoyment just you can imagine. So much enjoyment is there on heavenly planets. You go there and uh, the diseases are very, very negligent. And uh, so many other things are described. You will read in Bhagavatam. If we describe more, we will develop attraction. Yes, I want to go there. It is so nice place. So very wonderful. It is described in Bhagavatam. Lot of enjoyment is there. Miseries are very less. But why not to stay there? Because Krishna tells you cannot stay there always. Shine punne marti lokam vishanti. So you can accumulate your punya here and then you can go up. Once punya is finished, you have to come down here. Indra also has to fall. You cannot stay there always. So it is a temporary position. But whatever sacrifice you have done here uh, for spiritual advancement, many, many times greater advancement will be given for a very, very long time. Shashwati Samaha. Many years of enjoyment. And the years are also different. One year on the... Uh, heavenly planets is equal to lunar planets. That platform, if you go, it is equal to six months on earthly planet. If you go to Pitralok planets, one day there is equal to one month here. So in a similar fashion, the higher you go, the more is this, uh, uh, larger is your lifespan, the time factor. So you go there, live there for a very, very long time. And then once you come here, then also you are not lost. Then when you come back, you will be given very nice opportunity of Shuchi Nam Srimatam Gehe. Gehe means house. Shuchi Nam and Srimatam. So two kinds of births are given depending upon how much a person is advanced. He'll be given birth in aristocratic family, rich family, so that he doesn't have to work very hard for getting two square meals in a day. So when the material necessities are fulfilled, he can focus on spiritual advancement. Otherwise, if a person is very, very poor, it is told in the Vedas, Daridra Dosha Gunarashi Nashi. Chanaki Pandit says, so this Daridra Dosha, you can have various positive qualities in your Kundali, in your horoscope. But if there is one Dosha, there is Daridra Dosha, you may be uh, having other good arrangements, but then everything is destroyed by this Daridar Dosha. If a person is poor, nobody cares for a poor person in this material world. So that is why the poverty like Brahmanas is very much uh, appreciated. 
because that is voluntarily taken for spiritual advancement but if that is forced by the laws of nature then uh, it takes away all good qualities so that is why yogi is given birth in a shrimatam gehe in a rich family so that he doesn't have to work hard and waste time for arranging material necessities he can focus just on spiritual life or shuchi nam shuchi nam is pure brahmanical families where the habits are very sattvic very pure so automatically he will not indulge in sinful activities and he can continue his pious life and this is for the yogi who has little advance in spiritual life if a yogi is very much advanced in spiritual life then a different birth is given and what is that athva yogi nam eva kule bhavati dhimatam etadhi durlabhataram this is very very rare durlabhataram loke janma yadi drisham then he gets a birth which is very rare and what is that birth ठाकुर who is a very intimate associate of lord chaitanya empowered acharya of gaudiya sampradaya so he took birth in a family of pure devotees and similarly shrila prabhupad gives example of uh, his own self how his father also was a pure devotee he always wanted my son should become a pure devotee he should not indulge in all such material activities so uh, Prabhupad gives also uh, example many such instances I have shared in previous sessions. When there was arrangement for Prabhupada's higher education, his father told no need to go there in the west. So going to west was a very very amazing opportunity that to going to London, the people who ruled our country. So the sons of kings and uh, other very aristocratic families would go there. Even now going to west is very sought after option. But then at that time just imagine. opportunity for name fame unlimited wealth going to london was rejected by prabhupas father he told i don't want my son to become a mlecha this is called real father who is not caring for the house but caring for the entity which is dwelling in the house so externally a person may get some good qualities so called uh, respectable qualities of material world but internally that is not a good place to live so he rejected no i don't want my son to go to the west to become lecha and he was training him in mridanga he could have taught him various other skills mridanga who pays you for mridanga which job you get for mridanga what business he will do by playing mridanga but he was teaching mridanga the parents usually pray for their children please uh, give him good health and let him become very educated very learned scholar very strong all these blessings they ask from the sadhus but prabhupada's father also would invite many many sadhus to his house some sadhus were not up to the mark prabhupada told uh, but then nevertheless nevertheless he was very respectful he was inviting and then he would pray simply please bless my son so that he can become servant of radharani this was the prayer so this is the prayer which all the parents should do for their children please let my child become a son of radharani my daughter become a son of radharani so these this is called being a real parent caring for the soul the soul doesn't have to see the miserable face of this material world again 
and uh, then Prabhupada got married. And after marriage, Prabhupada expressed dissatisfaction to his father that I'm not satisfied with my wife. So yes, we should not see all these pastimes on a mundane level. These are all transcendental affairs. Uh, so Prabhupada, when he expressed such thing, so his father told, oh, it is very nice. <laughs> if somebody is not uh, very much attracted to his wife, that is very good for spiritual advancement. So if you are not uh, very happy, very satisfied, that is very nice. So just see, this is the perspective of a pure devotee. If uh, uh, the relative's family is compatible, they use the compatibility to do together Krishna bhajan and advance in spiritual life. If they are not compatible, they use it to get detachment from the material world. So that is why a devotee should not worry at all about changing material circumstances. We should just learn the art of yoga. The art of yoga is how to use every circumstance for spiritual advancement. This is called Vyavasayatmika Buddhi, business-like intelligence. Businessman is called Vyavasai. Vyavasayatmika, fixed intelligence. Means he just wants to see profit a businessman from every situation, every dealing. In a similar fashion, the yogi, he wants to just take out spiritual advancement from every situation. There is no need to fix the situation. Any situation can be used for spiritual advancement. So thus Prabhupada tells we were fortunate that we also took birth in family of pure devotees. And similarly, Prabhupada gives the example of Mirabai. She was playing with the dolls from the birth because of devotee family and later on she became very advanced devotee of Krishna. So this is very rare birth. This is given to uh, uh, either Nitya Siddhas who come from spiritual world to spread the message or very, very advanced transcendentalists. Then when a person takes birth in such families, he is not lost. He again revised the divine consciousness of his previous life. How he revised? Because Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, we will see. Sarvasti chaham ridhi sannivishto matta smritir gyanam apohanam cha. All the remembrance, all the knowledge and forgetfulness, it comes from God. Depending upon the desire of living entity, whatever we desire, that will be fulfilled. You want to uh, crack some good examination, get a good thing. You are uh, then Krishna will uh, inspire from the heart. You cannot do it without doing tapasya, without doing charity, without doing punya, pious activities, yajna. So Krishna will inspire us. That foolish, don't you just work very hard? Nothing will happen by that. Krishna will engage from the heart in doing pious activities, in yajna, in dan, in tap. And by austerities, penances, charity, and sacrifice, a person will be able to attain such position. Although after attaining such a such position also, there is no, that is just the one-sided look of it, the situation, just like Midas. Midas uh, wanted to have a golden touch. Whatever it touches turns gold. And then he got that boon. And he became very happy, but he could not understand the consequence of such a boon. So whatever he was touching, it was turning gold. Initially, he became very happy. Oh, it is a wonderful thing. But then uh, he was very hungry. And anything he's touching, that is also becoming gold. He cannot eat gold. So if he became very worried, what would I do? And then the daughter came running towards the father. And as soon as he touched the daughter, daughter also became a golden statue. So this is the situation of a materialist. He is not able to see the other side. Krishna tells, Dukha yonaya evate 
any kind of material enjoyment only produces misery like midas but anyway krishna guides from the heart so person who is yogi krishna guides the yogi also from the heart in previous life you did this so automatically krishna explains in the next shloka purvabhyasena te naiva riyate hi avasho vash means control avash means avasha means without control automatically purvabhyasena by virtue of divine consciousness of previous life automatically he becomes attracted to yogic principles shabd brahmati vartate he will not be very much interested in the rituals shabd brahma means the rituals which are mentioned in the vedas so that a person can come to the standard understanding of yoga down the line but such a person transcendentalist is not attracted by the ritualistic activities of the vedas and directly takes to the yogic practice because he had completed to some extent in the previous life so there is no loss or diminution in this path as we have seen in the second chapter lord krishna mentions whatever he has done he has made even one person progress then he starts in the next life over that one percent he has done five percent progress over five percent six percent onwards he has done 50 percent then he will he has to just finish 50 percent more in the next life in this way all these credits are getting accumulated life after life so such a person is not lost he gets a good birth uh, if he goes to the spiritual world anyway there is no loss in material world he goes to heavenly planets comes down in good families if he is advanced directly he'll take birth in good transcendentalist transcendental families and then krishna will remind him automatically he'll be attracted to the yogic principles and when the yogi engages himself in sincere endeavor making further progress being washed of all contaminations and after many many births of practice he attains the supreme goal so perfection in spiritual life is not easy it takes many many births of practice when the heart is completely cleansed there is no material desire then a person is able to attain supreme goal so lord krishna tells तपस्विभ्योधिको योगी ज्ञानेभ्योपी मतोधिकः कर्मेभ्यश्चादिको योगी तस्माद् योगी भवार्जुना सो देयर आर वेरियस काइंड्स ऑफ वर्कर्स इन द मटेरियल वर्ल्ड कर्मी ज्ञानी तपस्वी एंड योगी सो लॉर्ड कृष्ण एक्सप्लेन्स अ योगी इज ग्रेटर देन एसेटिक ग्रेटर देन एम्पिरिसिस्ट एंड ग्रेटर देन द फ्रूटिव वर्कर therefore o arjuna in all circumstances be a yogi karmi is the predominant population who want to work very hard to enjoy the fruit of that activity and the gyani is further level when a person starts renouncing the results of his activities then by such charitable disposition he advances in knowledge and he understands these fruits only are the cause of my problem my anxiety my lamentation and these fruits never satisfy me one fruit if i eat i want two fruits tomorrow so such sense is developed by giving charity engaging in karma yoga giving up the result of the activity then when a person's intelligence clears up he becomes gyani and then he starts understanding he starts exploring the absolute truth what is this world all about who has designed it what is the purpose and then gyani uh, then engages in tapasya austerity he understands for purification of my life for gaining uh, uninterrupted happiness as we have seen throughout the vedas bhagavatam everywhere tapo divyam putra kayena satvam human life is only meant for tapasya 
it is totally converse understanding of what people are being taught today human life is meant for enjoyment now you work so that you can enjoy no human life is meant for tapasya so uh, if a person takes up austerities that is very very auspicious path and then the knowledge of yoga is revealed to the person so krishna is very clearly telling here that uh, uh, sometimes people tell no 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 gyani is good or tapasvi is good no we should not get carried away we may see somebody is there some sadhu is doing lot of tapasya he is uh, walking without clothes on his body and he has learned how to brave the chilling weather of 0 degrees and uh, he has controlled his eating to a great extent and like this lot of tapasya he is doing or somebody is there who is gyani who has all the knowledge of the vedas and read everything we may think oh he is very advanced a person in spiritual life but lord krishna is telling no टेगरीज among all the various kinds of yogis this is clear a person has to become yogi so arjuna was uh, trying to become like karmi then he was trying to become a gyani like that but then krishna tells arjuna please become a yogi ultimately all these paths are meant to connect a person so there are various kinds of yogis there is brahmavadi parmatmavadi and there is devotee yogi means a person is trying to have connection with god so connection can be of various levels just like a person who is touching the sun rays he is also touching the sun and who has entered the sun planet he is also touching and the person who has met sun god personally and all this effulgence is because of the body of the sun god just like we see here also so it is not very wonderful thing here we have fireflies they also emit light similarly sun god his body emits amazing light and sun god is the source of all effulgence of that planet that we see here and somebody can directly go and meet sun god that is the most intimate association if we are uh, chatting with somebody we are connected with him that is also called yoga connection if we are calling somebody then also we are connected that is more intimate contact and if we are physically talking touching somebody then that is the best contact best connection so that is why although a gyan yogi is also in connection with krishna but he is in connection with krishna's energy with the brahma jyoti he is situated in brahma so he is connected to krishna just like a person is chatting not very much connected and uh, an ashtang yogi he is more connected to krishna he is connected to parmatma and a bhakti yogi is very very intimately connected with krishna so thus lord krishna explains in the next shloka this is the final shloka final shlokas are very important so krishna tells now final conclusion yoginam api sarvesham madgate nantaratmana shraddhavan bhajate yo mam samayukta tamo matah yoginam api sarvesham there are various yogis krishna is agreeing sarvesham and of all the yogis madgate nantaratmana he who always abides in me with great faith shraddhavan bhajate worshiping me in transcendental loving service 
Yomam Same Yukta Tamo Mataha is most intimately united with me in yoga, and that is the highest of all. So all are united with Krishna, but the person who is engaged in Shraddhavan Bhajate, transcendental loving service, he is most intimately united with Krishna and Yuktatama. He is the greatest yogi, he is the highest of all. So, who tells that in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna is telling, Oh, Jnani is best, or Karma Yoga is best, or any path you follow, that is all good. So, these people have not read even six chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Krishna tells, Not any path you can follow. There are various paths. Tapasvi, Jnani, but the path of yogi is best. Among all the yogis also, it is not that you can follow anything or uh, uh, anything will lead you to the same result. No, Krishna is telling, no, only the devotee is doing actually yoga. He is most intimately united with me and he is the highest of all. Lord Krishna is very clearly mentioning here. So what is the evidence of it? Yes, so that is why uh, it is called Gita Upanishad, this Bhagavad Gita. Upanishad means bringing us closer to God. These principles, knowledge would be given. But then, in order to help us understand better these texts, supplementary literatures are given to us. And those are called Puranas, which help us understand the principle of the Upanishads. So Purana means history. Itihas is also history. Itihas is recent history. Ramayana Mahabharata just happened few thousands of years ago and uh, or lakhs of years ago. And Purana means trillions of years ago and in previous lifetime of Brahma, previous creation of various planets, all such histories are given. Purana means very old history. So if something is a law, just like in an advocate argues in a court of law, so it gives citations of previous judgments. So in a similar fashion, if this is fact, what we are reading here, then where is the evidence? Does it apply practically? Has it happened in this world? So yes, there are many, many such instances. And one such instance is that of the greatest yogi of all times, uh, greatest Ashtanga yogi, he is uh, Durvasa Muni. So Durvasa Muni was a very, very powerful uh, yogi, mystic yogi the process which is described in this chapter. And thus he had developed various, he got amazing Siddhi's powers. And there was another person who was most intimately united with Krishna, the greater yogi than even Ashtang yogi, Shraddhavan Bhajate Yomam, who is always engaged in. So this Bhaj word we don't understand properly usually. So here Prabhupada is very nicely mentioning, renders transcendental loving service. So simply uh, giving some respect from a distance or worshipping is not the proper word. Bhajate means engaging in transcendental loving seva, service. That is called bhajan. Engaging your senses in the service of Supreme Lord. So such a yogi is highest. And we saw in the previous session how Amrish Maharaj was greatest yogi. Savai manaha krishna padar vindayor. Although he was emperor of the planet, great many responsibilities were there upon him. Amrish Maharaj was always thinking about the lotus feet of Krishna in his heart. Vachamsi Vaikuntha Gunanu Varnane was he discussing politics. Vaikuntha Gunanu Varnane, he was discussing Krishna Katha. Vaikuntha Katha always. Shrutim Chakara Chut Sat Katodaye Karau Harer Mandir Marjanadishu. From his hands, he was doing Mandir Marjan. He was cleansing the floor of the temple. 
he is a king but he is cleaning the temple floor with his own hands he can enjoy various no workers no he is cleaning with his own hands it is told in golok vrindavan there is no dust krishna's planet but there also gopis are engaged in cleaning the walls and floors just so that they can attract the attention of krishna so our entire spiritual advancement depends upon sevan mukhe hi jivvadhau how much we are orient we are we have oriented ourselves in service attitude so if you are always thinking how to satisfy krishna how to satisfy krishna how to satisfy krishna how to attract attention of krishna this is the attitude and doing some activities by which we can attract krishna's attention this is the way of spiritual revelation and advancement krishna reveals himself to such a devotee who is always thinking and acting in a way to satisfy krishna just like a lover is thinking how to satisfy my beloved what action can i do now what should i do should i do some gift should i give some money uh, which activity should i do so in a similar fashion amrish maharaj the gopis there is no dust they are cleaning so that they can attract attention of krishna amrish maharaj was personally cleaning the floor karau harer mandir marjana shrutim chakara chit sat kathodaye shrutim his ears were engaged in hearing the krishna katha and all the senses were engaged in service of krishna the flowers which are offered to lotus feet of krishna he was engaged in smelling those flowers his olfactory sense his skin was engaged in touching the body of his pure devotees so in this way amrish maharaj was doing bhajan engaging all the senses in the service of krishna this is called bhajate and this durvasa muni once went to amrish maharaj and he was little envious because he is very powerful but then this king who is living amidst all comforts in the palace living an opulent life he is been given more respect than this austere person so then he visited uh, to amrish to the palace of amrish maharaj and amrish maharaj was engaged in year long austerity of severe vows especially following the ekadashi vrata along with his wife who was also equally qualified like amrish maharaj so prabhu patel this is the purpose of marriage in vedic culture so uh, marriage people tell what is the need of marriage now and thus they tell that you no know, consensual sex is very nice just see marriage was allowed in vedic culture and marriage is ultimately for sex with a commitment so with commitment if you can enjoy sex pleasure outside what is the need of marriage they tell and thus there is lot of consensual sex happening throughout the life a person remains like dog always anxious when will i get my next partner and he is never able to think of solving all the problems of life and attaining spiritual happiness so no purpose of marriage life is to find a partner who is of similarly spiritual qualification so that uh, a person can get helped in spiritual advancement just like now the business uh, families uh they try to get their children married so that their business can improve this is the criteria so for a spiritualist for real vedic culture marriage the criteria is i should find a person who is advanced in spiritual culture thus we don't find that the person husband and wife after marriage they are enjoying sensual pleasures kardam muni who got the daughter of manu the original personality origin of all the human beings Uh, very very qualified she was so beautiful that when one gandharva was flying in the plane uh, and she was playing with a ball on the rooftop and he got so much bewildered he fell down from his plane seeing her beauty but kardam muni after getting such wife he did not enjoy he continued he accepted wife for spiritual advancement continued doing his austerities or worshiping supreme personality 
and then devahuti became she was princess but she was living in a hut to satisfy the husband and she became very weak very thin and uh, but she never complained she was serving the husband very nicely and then finally kardam muni he got some pity that uh, poor princess she has come here i am supposed to give her fulfill her desires and uh, so this is how the purpose is of uh, the marriage life in the vedic culture so amrish maharaj had a very nice wife who was equally qualified and both were engaged in austerity of following vrata so on the day of dwadashi ekadashi we are supposed to fast and dwadashi we should break the fasting it is very very important so uh, durvasa muni went on the time of dwadashi to maharaj amrish amrish maharaj immediately made him seated he fell down on his feet and he offered respects that is the duty of kshatriya to worship brahmana like supreme personality of godhead and uh, durvasa muni accepted and he told kindly honor prasadam he told let me do my daily duties you have to take bath meditate and then before accepting prasadam so he went uh, to yamuna maharaj amrish was ruling from uh, mathura madhuvan that place was called before so he went to take bath and uh, then amrish maharaj got in dilemma because only a muhurt was left to break the fast otherwise it is an offense so that is why whimsical fast should not be done i do tuesday fasting thursday fasting wednesday fasting no krishna tells in bhagavad gita we have seen unauthorized fasting gives pain to the super soul unnecessary austerity we should not do so austerity should be done which helps us to advance in spiritual life so there are proper rules and regulations when to do fast when not to do fast so on dwadashi we should not do fast we should break it so you got confused now so if i break fast that is another offense that without receiving uh, the guest i have broken my fast and uh, uh, so that will be offense if i take now and if i do not take that will be offense for the fasting regulation so what will i do now so he consulted brahmanas and after their consultation uh, he suggested and they all concluded it is right he can take some water water means it is told the vedic injunction is there water is taken as a food item and it is also not taken as a food item so water can be consumed both ways so suppose you are fasting you take water that can be taken as breaking of fast and suppose you want to fast you don't want to take any food simply by taking water that is also considered as not taking any food because it is water so water has got this definition so depending upon time place it can be taken to break fast it can be taken to do fast also so it took some water in order to he has not eaten also and he has eaten in that sense but when durvasa muni came back and durvasa muni by his yogic powers so this is the power of yogi he can figure out past present future all these things he immediately got to know amrish maharaj has taken water he became very angry just see this person he poses himself as devotee of vishnu and he is very selfish man he is envious person he does not know how to respect a guest even and he is posing himself as the great devotee of vishnu now i will punish you properly immediately plucked out a bunch of hairs and a very very fierce demon was produced brahma rakshas was produced and that rakshas was so fiery there is lot of fire at the time of annihilation destruction of the universe and that demon appeared like that fire of devastation and it is told when the demon was walking the earth was trembling with every step of it and brahma rakshas is among the most 
dangerous ghosts when a brahmana dies a very elevated soul somehow if he becomes ghost he takes the form of brahma rakshas very powerful so with a trident in his hand he started walking towards ambrish maharaj so suppose such we see a ghost walking towards us what to speak of brahma rakshas so what will happen immediately a person would get scared and but it is described in bhagavatam how was amrish maharaj he was standing there with folded hands why so offended great rishi and he saw rakshas being produced coming towards him to eat him he did not take any he did not move even an inch so this only a pure devotee can do he is completely free from all fear because he is always absorbed in thoughts of lotus feet of krishna he surrendered to krishna thinking that everything is happening under control of krishna so he stood there with folded hands without moving even an inch without the least disturbance he stood there and then immediately something happens there is a very bright effulgence and that uh, brahma rakshas immediately is burned to ashes and sudarshan chakra appeared there so uh, amrish maharaj was so much devoted to krishna krishna sent his sudarshan chakra immediately so a person may wonder how amrish maharaj was ruling the entire planet and he is doing mandir marjana adeshu and he is uh, discussing krishna katha hearing thinking of krishna you know so everything happens prabhu patels in spiritual consciousness or in spiritual world everything happens automatically in material world you have to work very very hard avidya karma sangyaya tritiya shaktir ishyate that is a by that we can understand on which potency shakti we are situated if there is lot of hard work in our life that means we are situated in material energy avidya nashyans karma sangya anya tritiya shaktir ishyate external potency in spiritual consciousness and spiritual world things happen automatically so krishna takes care of such devotees protection and maintenance and all the administration so immediately for his protection sudarshan chakra was sent by krishna and then durvasa muni saw sudarshan chakra approaching him immediately he started running here and there in the uh, caves of the mountains in jungles everywhere but wherever he went he was seeing sudarshan chakra is chasing him and durvasa muni got very very afraid uh, now who will save me everywhere this sudarshan chakra comes behind me so then he thought let me go to the original person brahma and he went to brahma ji and brahma told oh, uh this sudarshan chakra we are all worshiping uh, lord hari and how can i do anything to save you from his weapon please go away brahma denied any refuge then he went to lord shiva shiva is higher than lord brahma and he told lord shiva please fell at the feet i am your devotee please save me protect me so lord shiva told there are many many universes and all the universes have got many many brahmas and many many shivas we all rotate in this universe under the instruction of that lord hari so you have offended uh, his devotee please go and take shelter of him he only can give you shelter so we are also feeling the heat of the sudarshan chakra please go away so in this way when he was a few shelter even by lord shiva so uh, then he thought now i have to go to take shelter of lord vishnu he went he fell prostrate at the feet of lord vishnu please save me and then lord krishna told uh oh you have come here to take my shelter but i am not independent in giving shelter lord krishna tells lord vishnu tells him and just see this yogi so powerful he has gone to vishnu loka only the liberated souls are able to go there but some very exceptional yogis just like durvasa 
uh, although not liberated but he, but he was able to go there to vishnu loka which is a placement only for devotees but he could not stay there of course uh, you have to be a devotee to stay there so then lord vishnu told so it is not possible aham bhakt paradhina i am not independent i cannot control this sudarshan chakra i am under the control of my devotee my devotee is my heart my devotees i do not wish to enjoy anything in this world without my devotees so do not think lord krishna is some kind of autocrat who wants to make the devotees as slaves and enjoy no he is just like a kind father 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 doesn't wish to enjoy without his family members he just wishes that my son remain obedient to me and he live with me he lives with me in a similar fashion krishna does not wish to enjoy without the devotees he just wishes the devotee should live with krishna so you told i am under control of my devotee you have offended my devotee there is only one solution you have to go down and fall at the feet of the devotee so i am under his control i am not free the supreme personality is controlled by devotee and then he tells what to speak of devotees the devotees of devotee also i am controlled by them they are very dear to me so this is very very important point so this exact word is used lord krishna is telling devotee of my devotee is more dear to me so that is why we should not aspire i should become direct devotee of krishna but devotee of devotee that is why worshiping the spiritual master is very very powerful rather it is more effective than directly worshiping krishna because if you directly want to please krishna it is not easy but the devotees of lord krishna they are very very merciful and they very easily get pleased so that is why lord krishna tells mat bhakteshu pujya abhyadika mat bhakteshu pujya abhyadika worship of my devotees is greater than my worship directly so that is why we were discussing how to control mind rahugan maharaj was instructed by jad bharat by the astra by weapon of harer guru charano pasanastro harer guru by worshiping the charan by doing the charan upasana worshiping the lotus feet of hari and guru so that is why we worship guru a pure devotee spiritual master that is very easy way of spiritual advancement so ultimately amrish maharaj uh, he was standing there and one year had passed when he was traveling across one year he kept on running and amrish maharaj just kept on standing at that place in a mood of humble this is the mood of devotee uh he does not take any offense a person is coming to kill him but for his personal self he is always surrendered he is always humble and he was waiting when will the brahmana sage come back he was expecting him so after one year after running traversing the boundaries and beyond of the universe he came back fell at the feet of amrish maharaj and he was very much embarrassed the great sadhu is falling at me he is not telling that to oh, criminal without any this thing you are envious of me you let a brahma rakshasa lose on me to kill me no he is very embarrassed and when he, he heard prayers from him of protection immediately started offering prayers to sudarshan that please stop me kindly leave kindly excuse and the sudarshan finally excused so thus we can understand here again how vaishnava aparadh is so severe even uh, krishna doesn't give shelter of to a vaishnava aparadhi rather krishna sees that you are punished krishna will send sudarshan chakra a vaishnava does not take offense vaishnava is very humble but if the devotee is offended this is the first offense we cannot relish chanting if we blaspheme the devotees who have dedicated their life for propagating the holy name the devotee could be of sanatan dharma hindu religion of islam of christianity of any religion some people fanatic people they criticize the preachers of other religions this is very bad 
they are least advanced in krishna consciousness and they will not advance unless they learn to respect all the preachers of god consciousness anybody who has given the message please become devotee of god lover of god chant his name he is empowered representative of krishna and it is vaishna aparad it is offense a person can never chant offenselessly holy name by offending such preachers so we should not have this fanatic understanding respect all the devotees especially the preachers of god and if there is some offense by chance there is uh, some percentage of chance that somebody has become offended we should go and fall at the feet of the devotee this is the only relief otherwise a person loses his spiritual growth loses his material assets also immediately so thus vaishna aparad is one very important thing we understand how severe it is another very important instruction is the practical application of this shloka how the bhakti yogi although independently does not know these mystical powers but because he is dependent upon the krishna all the powers of krishna are ready for his protection so that is why prabhupada don't try to show some magic you remain dependent upon krishna remain pure devotee of krishna and magic will be done by krishna some people think prabhupada by having some mystical magical power he could control so many people and like that prabhupada no i was not even expecting people will take up to krishna consciousness but you remain simply surrendered pure devotee of krishna and krishna will do the magic so uh, thus we should remember this very important shloka we should not get bewildered by any other process of gyan yoga raj yoga hatha yoga uh, dhyan yoga karma yoga anything else here krishna is very clearly mentioned yogi naam api sarvesham mad gatena antaratmana who is always thinking of me within his heart shraddhavan with great faith bhajate he is engaging in my service he is best he is the greatest yogi of all so please have faith we are following the right path the greatest path and we are on the way of becoming the greatest yogi with this we will end today's